0: Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini, dear diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health, We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. A plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. Happy Tuesday. Not only is it Tuesday, but it's also Twin Tuesday, and I'm gonna tell you why. The woman that's coming on today, I kid because she is like my twin on stage. On stage, we wear a very similar suit color and we do our hair a little similar too. So I am so excited that we are able to connect. This woman is extremely special because not only is she an IFBB bikini professional, but she is also a vegan in the sport. She's going to open up our eyes to a vegan way of life and prep. And she's going to share with us how she integrates her vegan way of life into her relationships as well. Have you ever wondered what it's like to prep on a vegan diet? Like if I wanted to become a vegan and I wanted to also become successful in the sport, where would I even get started? These are all things that we are going to talk about. And I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you all IFBB bikini professional, Brie Turner. Hey, Brianna, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Wonderful. Well, I am so excited to have you on today. Um, I cannot wait to talk bikini. So let's start with the bikini hack, just a series of questions to get to know you better because we are all just so curious about you and your journey here. So let's get started. Brianna, where are you from?
1: So I am originally from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised, and um, I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Ooh, you know, it's so funny, but I love Charlotte. Um, it's one of the airports that I always remember because they have the best food there. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> so true, so true,
0: yes. <laughs> How many years have you been competing?
1: Um, So this is going to be my third year? Yeah, so going into my third year, um, I started competing in... 2000 and early 2017. And then um, I turned pro at the end of 2017. So I just finished up my um, first IFBB pro season and I'm going into my third year competing.
0: Ooh, lovely. That's wonderful. So you are a brand new pro then?
1: Yes. Yep. Only two shows under my belt, but it's okay. We're getting some more up there. Um, in the 2019.
0: That's okay. That's me it too. Works. Only two shows under my belt. We're already twinning. Right. <laughs> exactly. S- Speaking of 20 guys, this is so funny, but the first time I ever saw you was because my coach had sent me a photo of you and she said, have you seen this girl? You guys are so similar. <laughs> like you guys are both wearing purple. You guys both do your hair this yes. way. You guys have such a similar build. Like this is really creepy. And I remember I, I remember you specifically because you were doing the, the, the border clash and that was a show mm-hmm. I wanted to do but unfortunately didn't do. And I was like, I'm there anyways. Look, there's my spirit animal animal like walking on stage for me. That's amazing. <laughs> I love
1: that. That is so funny. Yes. Now, now, everyone's wanna, that, sure.
0: now everyone's gonna wanna Now everyone's gonna wanna know who you are because they're gonna be like, I wanna see who this girl is.
1: <laughs> right. No, you're gorgeous too. So yes, we are definitely twins. I love it. That's so
0: funny. So what's yeah. your favorite muscle group to work out and why?
1: Um, for me, it's shoulders, just because like starting out, that's kind of like the area where I needed a lot of work. So in my head, I was like, okay, can this happen? And the more time that I put in, the more I concentrated, the more um I was able to develop my shoulders. And it really started to kind of, you know, show that, hey, what you focus on and what you, you know, truly put your energy into, like you can, you know, develop that. Um, especially sometimes people have the, um, I guess the idea that it's kind of hard as a vegan to kind of put on muscle in certain areas, but I want to prove to myself that, you know, that's not the case. So definitely shoulders would be my favorite.
0: Awesome. Love it. And what are one, what's one or two qualities about yourself that makes you a really strong athlete?
1: I think for me, I, for one, I typically like don't look at the bigger picture. And some people may have the same idea of philosophy, but I look at each day as a building block or each week um, as a building block and not saying, okay, I'm 13 weeks out and dreading, you know, what's to come, but no, take it one day at a time. So I definitely... Um. Try to keep things, you know, in perspective and not overwhelm myself. And something else, another trait would just be, um, the fact that I think I've looked to competing and being an athlete as just more than, you know, the trophies and things. It's so. Much that I gain for from a personal um perspective and even from a spiritual place, just like so much empowerment that I receive, so um, I definitely just try to take myself out of like the whole fact that yeah, you might get a trophy or a check or whatever, but it's so much more than that, you know, once all of
0: it's over, so yeah, I absolutely love that you said that because there's this trend going on um you know about you know, why would you compete? You're just getting a trophy. You know, why would you do that for a plastic trophy? Mm -hmm. And I absolutely do not agree with that statement. So I would love to chat it out a little bit later because that definitely (laughs) definitely felt something right inside when you said that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Definitely sparked an interest point. Um, So what would you prefer, fed or fasted cardio? And what do you currently do for when you're in, when you're Um. training?
1: So when I am um, on prep, I prefer fasting just because I I've practiced fasting a lot just from like a spiritual place. So it's really like nothing to kind of get up early and knock it out before, you know, my day starts. So I do prefer that. It's kind of just like I feel like I'm ahead of the world. You know, it's kind of like I'm one up already on like everybody who's still sleeping. So I do prefer to hop up. Um, I usually get up around four. 430 um, I'll spend some time in devotional and then I'll head straight to the treadmill or um, to the stair stepper and I've currently started using the elliptical so I'll just hop on there and read my book and then before I know it fasted cardio is over I'm like all right now I can rock and roll for the day so definitely fast it. <laughs>
0: Wow, I love that you um, do devotional before you train. Uh, that's a first. I've never heard anyone say that before. I myself need to do a little bit of meditation or stretching or something to get my something. mind right and my body <laughs> going. But that's a that's a good little hack right there. That's something that we should all like if we're very um, you know religious person or spiritual person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything that you do, you should definitely mm-hmm. be doing that the first thing right when you get up. You know, just to get your yep. your mind right and um, your perspective in a in a really good place. I agree 100%. Yes. So, Brianna, what keeps you motivated? Hmm.
1: I think so on the hard days, I just try to, like, remember my why. And I think that we owe ourselves so much more than what we could ever give anyone else. And I'm the type of person that if I said I'm going to do it, then it has to be done because otherwise don't say it if you're not going to do it. So for me, I stay motivated by just like remembering my why and just constantly, you know, reminding myself that you owe this to yourself. Like you, like if, if you don't do this, no one else is going to be affected, but you, you know, essentially. So I just try to remember my why, and you know, stay focused on that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's something I, um, Man, this is so funny. I I actually just made a post about you know remembering your why. Why do you do things and letting allowing that to basically be your guide into what Mm -hmm. you're doing always. Um, But I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic or anything like that or go into that. But basically, what you said, like everyone needs to write it down. Remember your why, just in life, and that is gonna guide you. That's gonna help you pick you know, make decisions and, and really choose like what's best for you, what's not best for you. So that is so powerful. So we all want to know what was your greatest bikini moments?
1: Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think the moment. So when I first earned my IFBB pro card, it was North Americans 2017. And I literally like was so like, chill before like that whole experience that day I just felt like I was floating on the cloud. Even before the wind, like, I was like, Okay, it'll like everybody wants to win like nobody, you know, trains to not win. But I was like, either way, like, I'm fine. I feel good. I feel like I proved something to myself, because that's one of my main reasons. And I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. So that whole day, I was kind of just like, floating, not stressed. I wasn't like super hungry. I wasn't super anxious. And I just, like, had to smile, like, in the inside, and that, that you, like, that spirit that I was carrying in me, like, of happiness and excitement, like, so many other girls kind of, like, flocked to me while we were waiting backstage, and we had so much fun. And I could just tell that, like, me being in, like, just a great place kind of – um it impacted all of the other ladies so we ended up like we were like dancing we took pictures it was just so much fun we were like sharing smarties it was just so cute and I was like this is what it's about like and no matter who gets on stage and who gets first call outs like we're all back behind the stage like having a great time so I think North Americans 2017 and um yeah I ended up like earning my pro card which is really fun but I was just like wow like I just was float. I was on a cloud like the whole day, so it was great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're backstage, speaking of being on the stage, when you're backstage mm-hmm. and you're with the girls and they are about to call your number to, or they're about to call your class to line up, and you're about mm-hmm. to pump up, um, what, 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 what are you snacking on? Are you? Is there a particular carb uh-huh. that you like? Is there a particular treat that you eat? What are you eating? Girl, I am so plain, Jane. Like, I have my
1: um, rice cake, and then I'll do a little bit of almond butter, like, a few minutes before. And then, because I am vegan, it's not like there's a ton of – billion different chocolate items or whatever but I do mm. like um when I was um, vegetarian before I converted completely vegan I would have a piece of Kit Kat I always ate a Kit Kat when I was in the NPC so like um, <laughs> I was like I will like snack on that and then this is just enough kind of like sugar rush especially when you haven't had a ton of sugar for weeks at a time and after that it's just like okay go time <laughs> so definitely like a Kit Kat or um a rice cake now. oh okay <laughs>
0: Is, is a Kit Kat vegan or?
1: No, that was before. So yeah, oh, like, that before was you. Did. Yes. yes, before. So, so you used like, to do the
0: Kit Kats. I see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So now I'm just like, oh, just give me a rice cake with a little bit of almond butter and. I'll yeah, be- <laughs> there's
0: something wrong with a rice cake and almond butter. That's like our sign- that's <laughs> no. our signature. Uh, yeah, treat yeah, right that there. Is the signature. I'm like, hey, it <laughs> can stop doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brianna, we've learned so much about you. So let's go ahead and conclude this bikini hack. If you could pick one, what would you pick? Prepping, stage day, or post-show treats as your favorite? Um, hmm.
1: I would say show day for sure. Um, just like that amazing feeling of... I I always joke, but I'm like, I have to get in my Beyonce mode. Like, when you get on that stage, (laughs) right? Like, when you get on that stage, it is go time. Like, it is all about you. Like, you spend weeks at a time, and you get, like, 30 seconds to show those weeks off. But it's cool. And I just, like, I love that whole experience of, like, getting makeup done hair done um put it on the bikini it's just like always oh, so much fun like everybody's so pretty so you just like feel really pretty and girly and it's just so much fun so definitely show day is like my favorite thing ever
0: Ooh, I love it love mm-hmm. it so much now you are just beautiful I'm curious oh. how old are you
1: oh thank you so much I am actually 24 and I'll be 25 in February next week. okay well,
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. I thought you were a little bit younger than me. Um, you're just beautiful. Everybody's gonna go to your Instagram and stalk you now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We're twins, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get started and really talk about how you actually started your um your whole career. I want to know what got you into competing. Were you athletic mm-hmm. beforehand? Um, wh- how did you start? Yeah.
1: So I actually started um, just trying to get into, um, well, getting into fitness and just all around like self love and like feeling empowered when I was in college. So from about 2012 to 2016 when I was in undergrad. And once I moved um, to Charlotte in 2016, I was like, okay, this working out thing is kind of fun, but. I want to put some objective behind it, because I feel like whatever you do, if you really want to maximize the opportunity, you have to have an objective, a goal and objective. So I was like, hey, okay, it's cool, little abs, that's fine, but, like, what else can my body do? Like, in the best way, um, I kind of, like, started seeing stuff on Instagram, and I was like, okay, maybe if I put a deadline to it with a lot of focus then maybe I can, you know, my physique and my body and my strength um could go to the next level. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll compete. That was my objective. My objective was to compete and see where I could take my body. Um and then so that was two thousand and sixteen when I first started my own prep. And you won't believe it, but girl, I try to prep myself. And oh I Oh my did goodness. It. <laughs> right. I prepped myself to two overall bikini, um MPC overall titles. Oh my and gosh. And um yeah, and then I prepped myself to fifth place at junior USA <sighs> in two thousand. Yeah, so, girl, it was tough, but I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I got a deadline. I know when I'm, like, what show I'm doing. Like, this is great. This is exactly what I needed to put, like, like some objective behind my workouts and stuff. So, um, yeah, it got started all then. So, I came from kind of, like, a like fitness background, but really started to see a change in my body, my personality, my life, everything when I put an objective behind it. And that was, you know, to compete. So
0: That is incredible how exactly did you know what to do were you you know watching magazines like how did you know what to do
1: girl everything it was it's so crazy because now that um i kind of know how things work and my coach is so helpful um i remember changing my workouts like every day it was so bad and it's just like well it's not horrible to change your workouts but i would literally would like make up a workout get to the gym and say well i saw this video on instagram so i'm just gonna like do this one. <laughs> and so it was just so crazy I but i like follow yes i follow hashtags i watch youtube videos i like read magazines i was on like bodybuilder.com reading articles it was just kind of like a lot of trial and error and which it was a, a wonderful learning experience. I wouldn't change it for the world. But looking back, it's just so funny how like I was always just kind of like, "Ooh, I saw you know this IVB pro doing this. Ooh, I saw her doing that. Ooh, I'm gonna try this." So it was just like, "Okay, no, you need to figure out what works for you." So mm. now that's why I've been able to you know truly um, just kind of be a lot more successful in the sport. But at first, honey, I was all over the place. <laughs> now
0: I bet there's so much uh you know I don't want to call it garbage, but garbage on the yeah. internet, and you just Really never know which direction to what take yeah mm-hmm. exactly yep. what about peak week what did you do like for peak week did you did you oh my cut gosh. water did you <laughs> right. like, what did you do I, for that
1: I think I had like I did something strange I was like I, I did cut water because I read like this article and it was like um you know how you um gradually cut water so like 10 days out you started like you're dwindling down and then you change like your carb and protein it was like some weird diagram I was following but Then I like <laughs> got, I got confused in like the middle of peak week I was like oh my gosh I was like okay I'm just not gonna drink any more water so like by the time I got on stage I hadn't had like a ton of water in like three days and I was like almost dead I was like oh my gosh like this is horrible but like I did follow like that little plan and um I did everything like naturally so I didn't have like any water pills or anything because I didn't know anything about that. All mm-hmm. I knew was like, okay, you might not want to drink a lot of water and eat a lot of salt if you're going to do like <laughs> I was like, because that may not be good. So I literally like followed that little sketchy diagram, which to oh. a certain extent, it was correct. But I think like the title of the diagram was like, how to prepare for a photo shoot and how to dry out for
0: a photo shoot in 10 days. <laughs> it was so bad. I can only <laughs> yeah. imagine. I wouldn't even know what to think three days with no water. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. like this, like, this, this article sucks like what's going on with this article <laughs> right. where did i find this thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> like this is supermodel like crazy stuff i'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> mm-hmm. at least you have like a lot of stories you know to tell about that that is hilarious yes. but i mean that just goes to show that you really don't need to take any crazy water pills or anything Mm -hmm. like that to do successful you placing fifth place you know and an overall titles that's just amazing and that's just (laughs) proving you know enough proof right there that you really don't need all of those things yeah (laughs) everybody's body is completely different and um you know obviously as you advance in the sport you may want you may want to try something that's going to be a little bit more aggressive of course but Mm-hmm. you know it's not ap- the absolute must-have you must know have, it's yep. definitely not and um and that's awesome that you were able to <laughs> trust in Experience yourself and to, yeah and to believe in yourself enough to to actually do that with basically you know no coach or hardly any guidance yeah that's a fun story <laughs> <laughs> and then you you basically entered into the whole um culture of veganism what exactly is veganism and what does it mean to you
1: So um, my interpretation of veganism is to consume nothing that includes animal products um, and that does include dairy because you'd be surprised. People are like, well, can you have cheese? I'm like, that comes from an animal. (laughs) Like, no, you can't have that. Um, So not to consume anything that has animal products. Or um, um, I have, honestly, like I do it more for my physical health. And I know a lot of people do it like for the animals and for the environment, which I totally support all of those reasons. But for me, it was just more so for um, internal like reason, just because um, health issues do run in my family and different things like that, that we all might be receptive to. Um, So I wanted to kind of, you know, try something different. And. Um, yeah, so I don't consume anything that has animal mm. or has been near an animal. <laughs> so yeah, mm. and insects too. So honey and stuff like that.
0: Oh, really? You can't have honey either? I never thought about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, mm. I do abide by that. I know some people don't necessarily, but I mean, honey comes from a bee. So it's just like, if you gonna like, I'm, here's my main principle in life. If you said you're going to do something. And do it do and it. I said I wouldn't consume animal products so I'm hmm. not gonna
0: do it <laughs> at what pivotal point in your life did you decide that eating meat was no longer a benefit
1: um so back in 2013 when I was in college um, my sophomore year of college I stopped eating all meat so I did the vegetarian thing for five years and then I fully converted to vegan in 2017 um but yeah in 2013 I was just like okay, this is a different approach. Like, let's see, you know, what's it about? And again, (laughs) if I said I was going to do something, then I did it. So I followed, um, just kind of eating a lot cleaner. And you know, when you're in college, you like, I, honestly I went through like a horrible breakup so I was like I just mm. need to like clean my whole life I just need to start new I need a new approach and I was like you know what I'm gonna try to wake up early and maybe work out free my mind before class I'm gonna change my eating habits and then like I like gradually moved into it and to be honest I started saving a lot more money because rice and beans are a lot cheaper than <laughs> hamburgers
0: and tacos <laughs> oh, they and stuff definitely when you're in college I've actually thought about veganism as well so I'm just I'm super curious about everything. And you said you actually com- completely converted in 2017. So that was a little mm-hmm. bit after you started competing,
1: correct? Yep. So, yep, before that I was just doing like my egg whites and stuff. So I still had like dairy when I wasn't on prep, but I did eat egg whites my um, entire MPC um, journey. So, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. then.
1: Yep. So it's been a year um since I've been completely vegan. No egg whites, no cheese, no chocolate. Hmm. (sighs) But we (laughs) do have like all there are awesome alternatives. So like I've literally like I don't even miss it honestly because you'd be so surprised you can find some really cool stuff out there so Mm
0: -hmm. no I've noticed I've definitely noticed um what do you say to people when they tell you that you need to eat meat in order to get an adequate amount of protein Mm -hmm. to be successful in bodybuilding because I know that's like the big thing oh you know if you want to be a bodybuilder you need to eat meat you need to get Mm -hmm. you know um a better source of protein because mm-hmm. getting it in peanut butter and stuff those aren't adequate amount of for them. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I agree. So for me when people say that which I've literally heard it all and I'm just like first of all you're looking at a person who get put on muscle like I leaned out just as easy as someone else, you know, who was only eating, you know, chicken and broccoli, or whatever, you know, your diet may be like, but I'm like, it's totally possible like you're looking at somebody who did this. So honestly, there's nothing you can tell me to convince me otherwise. Now I can convince you because I can openly say, you know, hey, when you're vegan and you do need that amount of protein and um, you are, you know, competing and you want to put on muscle, it's really about learning what works for you. Because honestly, like a lot of vegan food that does, or vegan options or plant-based options that do have protein, sometimes they are, you know, pretty dense in carbs. Take for instance, black bean quinoa, but for me, I know, hey, if I'm gonna eat black beans, then maybe I need to pair it with something else. If I know that I'm gonna eat black beans, then I know that, hey, I can't eat those black beans every meal for every day because, you know, they may be really dense in carbs. Um, So it's just like learning your body and learning, for me, how my body digests these plants and these different plant-based proteins. So I definitely will tell people, like, first of all, you're looking at somebody who's been there, done that. And it's nothing, like, honestly, you can tell me differently, but let me inform you (laughs) on on my approach. Like, I never get upset or offended. I just think it's a great opportunity to open someone else's mind to, you know, another option. And I'm always so surprised because when I do, you know, express my perspective and they can obviously physically see my body, it's just, like, people walk away and, like, want to know more and, like, want help and ask questions about, you know, what's a good option. So, I'm definitely. I love when people ask the question. I like to be challenged because I'm gonna let you have it.
0: <laughs> definitely, I love that. And you said, um, whenever you're eating the beans. So if you're eating beans, mm-hmm. I know they have um, a higher source of carbohydrates. How do you ever find mm-hmm. it hard to balance your carbohydrates because of that? Um, like you have to eat l- less food because mm-hmm. you know you have so to. Carb yeah, yeah. You balance um, so, your carbs. <laughs> uh, right,
1: and that is a little tricky. Um, but I, for me, I like the carb cycling method and my coach and ah, I, we, yes. yeah, we, we figured out that that works best for me because we tried both ways. We tried, mm-hmm. you know, let's keep your carbs like super high, not super high, but pretty high the whole time. And then like, let's bring them down for a couple of days, but I would end up losing too much, you know, weight. And then otherwise, I'd be what they call like a little smooth if I ate too many carbs. So it's about like balancing those carbs out. And what I do is I consume my carbs earlier during the day. And you know, I um, dwindle down towards the night. Um, and I do pick carbs that have higher um, a protein, higher protein in them. So um, if I know that they're high in carbs, then I look for a certain amount of protein as well as fiber for that net um, carb intake. So I'm um, just like balancing it out. I keep my carbs, you know, when I'm most active for sure mm. when I'm on prep.
0: Oh my God. The honorary teas are now available. <laughs> I am stoked. These tees were designed by me and they represent everything this podcast is about. Strength, overcoming struggles, making the impossible possible, having a voice in the sport and of course, never giving up on your dreams. If you want to be a supporter of this movement, then head over to naimafit.com/shop to grab yours today. Use the code bikini diaries for 20% off your order. I will be Ever so grateful. Yep, What's so, it? yeah, I love the carb cycling thing. I think carb cycling is something that everyone should be implementing. I'm actually doing carb mm-hmm. cy- cycle right now, and I I love it. I'm like I should have did this a long time ago. Um,
1: yep.
0: What does a full day of eating look like? For you because i know that's the next question everyone says well what do you what do you eat oh my gosh i hear it all the
1: time i'm like to be honest there are so Nothing. many options i don't need anything <laughs> right i don't i eat air but yeah i just yeah but it's so, there are so many options out there it's so crazy because like people really think that, you know, vegans don't eat, but honestly, like I eat a lot. I eat six meals, a day, well, six times a day, three meals, and then I'll put like smaller, um, snacks meals in between. Um, and of course I do, um, consume a plant-based protein. Um, so true supplements is, um, one of my main sources of protein. So I'll have a scoop of that, um, daily, but starting out in the morning, um, I have my oats because, of course, like I said, I consume most of my carbs early in the day because I know I'll be active and I'll need something, you know, to kind of use. So I'll have oats. I also do organic tofu. Um, So I bake that up for the week and I give it a little bit of seasoning. And I do um, I love cherry tomatoes. It's so weird. But if you put it all in a bowl, it's so good. So I'll do like some cherry tomatoes. And spinach. So that's my breakfast. And then um, a couple hours later, I'll do my protein shake. Um, I don't really add a lot of stuff into it. I'm cool with ice water and protein. Just give me what you got. (laughs) Um, So I'll do that. My protein (laughs) shake for my second um, meal with maybe um, pumpkin seeds or almonds because I'll need like some fats as well as some protein. And those are awesome ways to get protein. plant-based protein so after meal number two i'll go into lunch by that time so that's um meal number three and for the most part i'll do either um tempeh um which is a plant-based protein um some they have made from multi-grain um and barley some um of the tempeh is made from like soybeans mixed with like brown rice it's just different variations so i'll have um, a serving of that i'll do like zucchini squash um, just because tempeh is a little more um heavier in carbs. Not much, but it's a little bit more than tofu. So I'll do that with some zucchini squash for lunch. Um I always eat salad, like I take a bag of spinach and mixed greens everywhere I go. And then um that's my lunch with mustard and a little um seasoning. So that's number three. Number four, um I'm usually headed to the gym by number four. So I'll do like a rice cake. Or um if I'm like super hungry, I'll just do like Um, a serving of chickpeas with like avocado or something um nothing like super fancy yeah it's like kind of weird because it's like why am I eating random chickpeas but it's like that's giving my protein that's giving me my car and it's it's plant-based so I'll do that headed to the gym and by the time I get home for dinner I'm like either really tired or not even really hungry but I do um eat sometimes I kind of rotate out my um My plant based proteins because I don't like to eat a lot of store bought kind of options, but beyond meat crumbles are like perfect. Um, they have the perfect macros they're made from pea protein so it's not like I'm consuming a ton of soy um and I'll have a serving of that which they taste really good like you can make it taste like tacos so good so I'll do that with um lettuce and if it's a low-carb day then I'll just add some more zucchini or something or squash but if it's a high-carb day then I'll toss in like a little sweet potato with the um the Beyond Meat crumbles, and some spring mix. And then I'm ready to go to bed and start all over again. (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I wouldn't have even been able to start with the whole... You know exactly what you'd be eating. I mean, I—I I mean, I—I ha- I could definitely, if I had to sit there and put together a vegan plan, I definitely think I could do it. But you've named yeah. so many different food sources that I didn't even know um, existed. It just yeah. makes me more and more curious about all of it. I know my coach has recently. I mean, she's not vegan, but she definitely has been eating more plant-based um, mm-hmm. sources, and I was definitely interested in it. Um, I, I and I think it has to do with the fact that like. I like meat but I don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's yeah. and I've been in a situation where I didn't have to eat it. Um yeah. I was in like a re- I was in Israel and we, we, you know they they um they have they're kosher. So on some days, Mm -hmm. you know, some meals, they don't have meat at all. And then Mm -hmm. on other meals they do. So I was able to not eat meat. So I definitely think that it's possible. And all of the things Mm -hmm. that you just said right now, like your full day of eating, I'm just like, write this down because you can easily, you know, take a lot of what you said and form a meal plan and try it out for a couple of days or whatever and see if it's for you. Mm-hmm. Have I you agree. Have you seen any benefits so far because I know you talked a little bit about health and you know your family health. Have you seen the benefits you feel since you've completely transformed into veganism?
1: Um, yes, definitely, for sure, just because of the, um, macro and micro nutrients that comes from, like, plant-based sources, so, for me, um, my skin has definitely cleared up, um, because I did, you know, have skin problems, like a typical person, but I can tell, like, my skin has gotten a lot better, my fingernails and stuff, like, they grow, and, like, because I'm not at all, like, um, like, calcium is not an issue, like, you can get that from, like, so many different plan-based options. Um, I feel more energized. Like, I'm not, like, all heavy and slugged down, like, when we go out to dinner because usually, like, you know, you'll grab, like, a steak or something. Then you're, like, feeling all heavy. But, like, I'm, like, refreshed all the time. Um, And I've never really had health issues. I just wanted to make sure that I was preventing those things from happening. So, mm-hmm. so far, it's only been kind of, like, external things. Um, I don't really have a lot of – issues um, internally. So um, I wish that it was true that carrots help your eyesight because girl, I am blind as a bat, but I love <laughs> carrots. I love carrots and I eat a ton of like carrots and carrot juice, but honestly, like my vision hadn't gotten any better for that. So no. I don't think that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could but, be something that you have to do when you're younger as well, you know, that right. Right. Over time. That's hilarious. <laughs> right, That's I, that, that's definitely a myth. Like carrots do not help your, your eyesight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so when you started this transition how exactly did you learn about being vegan and what resources did you use and is there any resources that you could um give us so that if we were interested we could go and use those resources
1: yeah um so for one i would definitely recommend do your research like i read a ton of articles and i did a lot of research because that's just kind of like the person i am like "Hmm, what's this about like you mean to tell me that, like, egg whites aren't necessary, like, the the needed? And I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. And I ended up watching What the Health, which a lot of people, that does trigger that within them. And I'm so thankful for that documentary because it was very kind of, like, life-changing. And then I was like... Yeah, I'm just, I think I'm kind of done with the egg whites for sure and the cheese and stuff. So um, I ended up doing a lot of research, um, read a ton of articles. There are Instagram, like I'll follow like different hashtags now, even currently, um, that have different facts about plant-based options. Um, I can get you those, some of those names. I can't think of them right now. But like they do a great job with like creating diagrams and showing what plants, you know, provide what source of nutrition and Et so um, I definitely did a ton of research. Um, I watched that documentary and scared the life out of myself. So after that, I was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I actually I remember that documentary. We still have not finished. it. I think we watched like the first few minutes and um, we haven't finished it. But now you're encouraging me, encouraging me to go back for sure. I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of people that have heard of it and have thought about watching it as well. Um, So whenever you decided to start the transition, I know you did a lot of research and everything. Do you Mm -hmm. think that it was a hard transition or was it basically for you just a walk in the park?
1: Um, It was was hard at first, I will admit, because like I said, the key part to veganism is learning your body, especially when you're eating wholly like plant-based foods. Because I mean, there are things that are vegan that you typically wouldn't want to consume a ton, like Oreos, like just because mm-hmm. I'm vegan, I'm not going to go and just chump on Oreos all day. I, that's why I focus, right? <laughs> why like, not? Why not?
0: not <laughs> why not? You do whole box of Oreos, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that. But it's just like, okay. So that's why I started to kind of look more into, like, the plant-based. Because there is a slight difference. Because, like I said, there are options that are vegan. But tep- typically not the best for you. Especially if you're, like, trying to compete. So um, I definitely... Um, yeah, it was it was challenging at first because I had to learn how my body responded. Like for me, even still currently, and I love, 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 love lentils, but they do not like digest well like oh, ever. No, and I love
0: lentils too. Yes,
1: I know girl they are so good and I'll still eat them and I'm like yep I'm gonna be looking like a freaking blowfish tomorrow but uh-huh. they're so good <laughs> like they just don't do well with my system but that took time for me to learn mm-hmm. um you know the things and how my body reacts you know to that so um I learned that also um quinoa it's so funny because like some of the stuff that I love because it's so good and my body just doesn't digest it well, mm. but everything else like it's it, it goes well. So it took time to learn that, and it was kind of stressful going into it. But my coach, she was like so like literally when we started the prep because um she prepped me completely vegan when I first joined um Team Fino out of Atlanta, and um she like watched my body and like made sure that you know let me see what you look like after the lentils before the lentils. And then she was like, okay, what protein are you using? And at that time, I wasn't using True Supplements. So the the brand that I was using, it was kind of making me a little bloated. She was like, okay, we're going to cut that because maybe, you know, the plant-based, whatever they're using in that protein, your body in Reactive. And literally, like, every day, we kind of, like, watched and learned. So by, like, three weeks into it or two weeks into it, we were like, okay, This has to go. Here's what we're going to replace it with because we know your body reacts this way. So it was hard, but it's trial and error um you just got to be patient with yourself and honestly like just trust the process like if there's a will there's a way and i was definitely willing and wanted to stay completely vegan and we made it happen yeah smooth sailing since there
0: and that's amazing that she was able to work with you i I think a lot of people have this misconception that you know oh if i do veganism it's going to be a little bit harder but you have to realize with anything that you do in the sport Mm -hmm. there's going to be there's going to be a lot of foods that work well with you and a lot of foods that don't and you know Mm -hmm. and if you're a picky eater forget it it or if you have any allergies it's you basically have to do the same thing you know choosing foods mm-hmm. that work and choosing you know and stay away, staying away from the foods that don't work and the fact that your coach actually looked at you the next day and kind of tracked your progress that way she's an excellent coach now did she do um a like an actual structured plan with you where she wrote down amounts and um exactly what you're eating or does she do like more of a macro approach with you so she tells you your macros and then you get to decide what you want to eat
1: So it was kind of a combination of both. Um, She provided me with um, a meal plan and we kind of like talked through it. Um, And then when we started to kind of see how my body reacted, I had filled her in. I was like, hey, you know, I know that chickpeas, you know, have this amount of protein. But the carbs, you know, might be a little higher if I do two servings. So then she was like, okay, well, let's do one serving. It was just kind of like a mix and match, you know, both. But she did provide me with a structured meal plan so that I could know what I should, like the macros that I should be eating. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of worked together to adjust based off the food sources that my body, you know, did well with, especially, you know, during that phase of kind of like cutting and then leaning out and things like that. So.
0: Yeah, it's a very effective way to do it. Actually, have a sit down talk and um, have good communication about things is mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, what was okay. the f- what, what would you say is like the first step? one would take in order to transition into into being a vegan like i'm you know i'm naima i'm meeting brianna she's a vegan she's thriving in the industry now i want to know how do i get started what do i need to do
1: <laughs> uh, no you're totally fine for one um you guys can definitely follow me so um that faith that fit on instagram um and i can like you know give you some inside tips and most times i post my food so just always like watch and learn but, I would definitely say, do a step down process where you know maybe your whole day isn't completely plant based but maybe your first meal of the day or your first two meals of the day are, and um that just comes with kinda um yeah, just doing a step down approach that way you don't overwhelm yourself or you don't feel like, Oh my gosh, like I'm never gonna get through this like." Just sprinkle your little, you know, egg whites here and there or maybe once a week and then you'll slowly be able to wing yourself off of it. So I definitely say like I'm um, just trying to implement that vegan um, plant based um, meals maybe a couple times a day or a few times a week into your body can learn how to digest some of the grains and
0: some of the um,
1: fiber and stuff like that. So, hmm. yeah.
0: I like yeah, that. So, so definitely yeah. taking like a slower approach is A-OK. Hey, okay, I don't have to like go out tomorrow and like toss all my <laughs> animal products and then be like, I'm exactly. vegan and then try right. it, <laughs> which I like, know you some will... of us would do. So <laughs> I don't have to do that, right? <laughs> no, no, no.
1: That makes it like 20 times harder. Like, because if you look at it, like I, I still had egg whites in my diet, um, well, eggs in my diet as well as cheese before I like completely converted. So for me, it was just like, okay, at breakfast time, now you're not going to get your egg whites, but it's okay. Let's put you some hemp seeds in your oatmeal instead of like, I mean, the egg whites that you usually eat with your oatmeal. So kind of like baby steps, I think definitely help.
0: So to you, would you consider being vegan a fad or do you really think that this is a way of life?
1: I definitely think it's a way of life just because I don't know. Like, I don't, I never, I cannot imagine myself going back to eating meat. I don't crave meat. And honestly, it's been seven, six years since I've had meat. Um, and then it's just kind of like, eh, I'm fine. So with the eggs and the egg whites and the cheese and stuff, um, because it's been one year since I've had that kind of stuff, it's just kind of like, there are so many alternatives out there. Like, you can live your whole life completely vegan and you'll be just fine. So um, for me, it's definitely not a trend like this is what I'm going to do. This is what I plan to raise my children to know. Um, I'm working on my fiance. He's trying. Yeah, that was <laughs> but, my um... next question about him
0: because I was kind of <laughs> curious about him because I'm assuming he's not vegan. And, and it's the, It's the same with, you know, just being a competitor in general. You, you have to deal with your spouse and sometimes they're not into fitness and sometimes they don't want to eat chicken and broccoli or, you know, sweet potato <laughs> or whatever. They want to go out to eat all the time and stuff. So I know with you, I'm sure you're not going out to eat all the, all the time because you're a competitor mm-hmm. as well. And, um, you know, is your boyfriend or you i sorry, um, excuse me, is your fiance? Mm. <laughs> is he a, <laughs> is he vegan? Is he not? Um, do you have to cook two dinners? You have to <laughs> like, what do you guys do to kind of make that all work?
1: So, um honestly, like, he does such a great job because he's into fitness as well. Um, that's kind of one thing that, like, brought us together. But he does a great job with just, like, being super open to, like, all the different recipes that I make, like, in off-season. And then when I'm on prep, like, he'll do it with me. But then he likes to get way too many refeeds and cheat meals. In, and I'm like, <laughs> hold on, buddy. Like, you don't get a cheat meal every two days. <laughs> that's not how it works so um, that's definitely kind of one of the challenges but he is like so open to <laughs> it's so funny girl I'm like boy you cannot get on anybody's stage getting a sheet meal every two days I'm like no sir but anyways um, so he does a great job with just kind of um, being open to my vegan options I definitely don't cook two meals but um, I make things that his you know ground turkey can easily be added to and even you know he'll we'll get to the grocery store um and he'll like say you know hey can you do the tofu stir fry instead of you know whatever else i'm like oh okay yeah i got you <laughs> like oh fine. nice so, yeah he's definitely done great and for one i think he's just like the cookie monster like he just wants food if it tastes good he are like oh babe that's so good i'm like you don't even know what you ate you just ate a whole plate of like eggplant mixed with like <laughs> sprouts. like I'm like Right. I'll keep I'll keep making it. So yeah, he does a good job with just being open. And I think that's what it's about. Like he's a big meat eater, but he'll definitely like pick his vegan options just yeah. as fast as he I mean if
0: up. if you're cooking, he's you know, and it tastes right. good, why not?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep. <yeah. laughs>
0: I love that. That's so funny. So <laughs> I kind of want to dive back into what we were discussing a long time ago about um competing being more than just, um, Mm -hmm. winning a plastic trophy and more of like a spiritual thing for you. Could you kind Mm -hmm. of, um, basically shed some insight on what you meant, what you mean by that?
1: Yeah. Um, so for me, like I said, um, it's just so much more that you gain, you know, from, from competing. And a lot of people ask me, well, how do you do that? And I can't get up that early or I can't eat that clean or I can't do that for that amount of time. And it's just like, well it's like anything else you do in life like you get up you go to work right like you get up well some people do some people don't <laughs> but gotta, right, let's gotta be real right <laughs> right right but it's just like when you have that mentality of course you're not going to be able to, to get up and do it but when you decide for yourself that hey this is bigger than just like you know a trophy or a title like this is for me like I get so much out of like I'm already kind of structured I think that's why it wasn't super challenging for me to like compete just because I'm like okay I'm up at this time I'm like breakfast was packed like that was always kind of like my life and that's just how things kind of went for me but even if that's not how you are you gain so much of that you know um mentality and that way of life you know being disciplined and um just being, like, super structured because, like, you have workouts and stuff like that. So, for me, um, it's definitely so much more rewarding, like, even if, you know, I don't place first place like i still know i woke up and i worked my butt off every day during that prep and you know i was able to achieve so much and what i typically do um when i am on prep is i pick another goal or another area in life to kind of focus on too so it's kind of like a partnership and if i know like um i have eight weeks to prepare for a show or six weeks i'm like okay I'm going to start this new book and I need to be done with this book in six weeks and I want to be able to take something away from this. Or I know I have a class for school because I'm in graduate school and it's like, OK, this course starts, you know, two days into prep. But that's fine. Instead of looking at it like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? It's just like, OK, cool. I'm prepping for this show. I'm going to get these assignments done. Like this is a part of my day to day for the next eight weeks. And you got this. So. That's that's one way that like I really do look at competing as just more than a trophy because so many things in my life has like really been enhanced and I've been blessed in so many ways just from like you know taking a time to focus on something such as competing. Wow.
0: I love that. What are you uh what are you going to do after school? What are you Um
1: what are your plans? You know, I don't know. Like, girl, I love to cook because I love to eat. And I love the fact that, like, being vegan, there are so, like, you can be so creative. So, for me, I kind of discussed with my fiancé. Um, We're actually getting married this December. Aww. And I talked with him. Yeah, it's so exciting. But I'm just, like, I talked talk to him. And I was, like, babe, you know, I finish school next year. And I'm getting my master's in information systems. And I was, like, I want to use my master's degree but I really want to cook. He was like, Brie, so you mean to tell me you've gone through grad school, you have two more courses left, and now you want to be like a chef? I was like, yeah, I can do like information systems on the side or something, like whatever. He was like, you, you know what? Go for it. Do
0: yeah, it. definitely. You could You could actually grow and build your own vegan meal prep business as well. I know the meal prep yep. businesses have been very successful. Um so that's definitely something to look into for sure. Ooh, then we could yes. order your food for competitions <laughs> exactly. and stuff. More, more options. That's what we definitely yes. need. We need more options. We need to be living our own realities and living our own tre- true selves, and it's so nice to hear that you're doing exactly that. There's just oh, so much <laughs> there's just so much like positivity right now. Like I love this talk. I love this vibe. But I, yes. but I do want to know, you know, competing is tough. Everything is tough, mm-hmm. you know, following a specific regimen and everything. Is there any – has there ever been a time where competing has impacted your life in a negative way or you've just had any kind of particular struggle that was
1: just really hard to deal with? Uh, yes. And I would be totally lying if I act like it was super easy and all peaches and cream. I struggled so much Um, just like – because I felt like when I started competing, no one really understood. For one, my parents were like, wait, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And they're super supportive. And my mom and dad, they're always just like, okay, like, go for it. We'll definitely support you. We know you'll be amazing at whatever you do. And they just always kind of affirmed my actions, but they didn't really completely get it. And my fiance or boyfriend at the time, he didn't get it either because he's just like, baby, you want to go to the movies or let's go (laughs) grab the pizza. And I'm like, and it's hard when you're first starting because you're like, I can't eat that, like, I can't do that right now, like, can you just please understand, and sometimes people didn't understand, so I would kind of get to the point where I would be, like, frustrated, and then you kind of feel like, I'm missing out, like, I can't go, which you can still go out and stuff, but it's ten times harder, and it's just like, well, I can't go to the birthday party because they have a ton of cake, and everybody wants to go to lunch during lunch, and it's just like, eh, well, I'll just take my pack food and be weird, but that's okay. So um, definitely I struggled a lot with like the, the eating part because it just kind of feels like you're missing out on so much, mm-hmm. especially when people don't understand. But I think the important part for me was to just um remain true. And then the more that people saw how dedicated I was to what I was doing, the more supportive and the more understanding they became. So then it was just like, yeah, Bree's not going to eat that or we can't, you know, come right now. And it's just like, well, you didn't even ask, but I'm happy you already know. So um, um, that definitely was, like, one of my struggles. And I don't know, once everybody kind of started seeing how serious I was and how things went in the bodybuilding world, like – I gained a lot more like support and it got a lot easier. So that was one of my struggles, definitely like the eating part and just life kind of, honestly, it kind of passed you by a little, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's one of people's main struggles. I know I struggle with that too, Um, but I I do feel like that's more of a mental thing than anything. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, when everyone was more aware of the fact that you were doing this, you were serious, you are successful, you are getting somewhere, they didn't have to make you feel uncomfortable by asking you why you're not doing this. They already assumed and that puts a little bit of pressure off of you. And that mm-hmm. way you can focus on the things that are more important, the most important. Yeah. So, you know, people feel like, oh, well, I can't go out to dinner or I can't go to the movies because we're not eating popcorn and I'm not ordering, you know, a pizza with everyone. But what they don't realize is it doesn't have to be about the pizza or the, or the mm-hmm. you know, the popcorn. We go to the movies because we want to see the, you know, we want to see the movie. You know, we go yep. out to dinner because we want to have, we want to spend time with our friends and our family and we want to make that the focus. We want to actually yep. be going there for the people. We're not going there for the food. We're going there because we want to build connections and we want to, um, you know, laugh and we want to love and we want to feel loved and be loved. And you can definitely do that. Without making it about food, um, yes. so I think that's awesome that you were able to um, overcome that, and you know I'm sure it's not completely overcome because it's still a still a go- ongoing struggle. But just shedding mm-hmm. some light on the fact that that was a struggle for you, but you guys are all making it work, which is the most yes. important part.
1: <laughs> yes, you said that perfectly. I love it.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you what's the what's your future goals in the sport? Are you trying to go the, to the Olympia? Maybe or are you just seeing how it goes (laughs) um so
1: yes um i kind of feel like now kind of like when i started out um working out then when i was in npc it's always kind of like what's the next step and like you need another a more defined objective like what's your next objective because if you're just doing it without anything in sight it won't have much of, you know, it won't be as important to you. So, yes, one of my objectives is definitely to make it to the Olympia stage. Like, that is, if you're competing, like, that's where you want to be, you know, and that's what you want to do. Um, I, I mean, for me, that's one of my goals. So, um, definitely, next year in 2019, I do plan to um, – Just kind of really focus on that. I think this year I was more so concerned that like, okay, let me get my debut under my belt. And then I'll do a couple more. And I actually had a goal to do four or five shows and I only ended up doing two, which I was kind of bummed. But when I looked at it, I was like, you showed yourself so much like this is a whole new arena, you're learning and you get another opportunity with a clean slate next year to go for it. And, you know, that will ultimately, that might get you to Olympia. So um, I'm definitely, that's one of my goals to get to Olympia. And I don't, you know, know when, I don't know exactly, you know, what year, but that's one of my goals and I will not stop until I get there. So.
0: Got you. You seem super determined. I know we're Mm -hmm. I know, I know you're going to get there. Like, I know, like, it's definitely like, (laughs) It's definitely obvious. Like you just seem like that type of person that, you know, you say something and you do it and then you make everybody else do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody else wants to do it too. Cause you just seem so positive and everything's working out for you. I love it. Um, oh. it, as far as like vegan competitors, are there any other mm-hmm. vegan competitors that you look up to in the sport or have you had trouble finding some?
1: Um, so no, um, it's actually so cool to just have like a community of people, you know, who are also bodybuild and who are vegan. So, um, Tori Washington, he's awesome. He's um, really big into the fitness industry. He actually just earned his pro status. um, I forget which show, but it was like sometime a couple months ago. So um, Tori Washington, um, I think it's like at Tori Washington on Instagram. He's awesome. He's very nice and um, just kind of like He's ripped and he's completely vegan, has been that way for like years, like wow. uh, literally like 15, 20 years. He's awesome. And I also follow um, um fit the fit chef, the fit vegan chef. Ooh. She's awesome as well. Yeah, she is literally like the bomb. So she actually just earned her pro status this year, too. So it's just like really, really awesome just to kind of see people, um you know, doing well and still thriving in this sport, you know, despite some of the you know the things that people may think aren't possible like that is definitely possible and there are definitely testimonies because they just earned their pro status and have been wow. completely vegan for years so yeah
0: definitely so everybody knows that if they want to do it it's possible you can do it mm-hmm. you know just like anything else in life you just have to research and there's a whole community out there waiting for you and then there's also oh, yeah. Brianna she's there to help <laughs> you out as well so that's good to know so I hate to conclude this I feel like we have been chatting it up and I honestly I haven't even looked at the time and I'm like, oh my goodness, like we've talked <laughs> for so long. There's just so much value in this episode. I absolutely love it, girl. But I have to ask you this question. It's the favorite bikini question. Can say whatever. Okay. can say whatever you want. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if there is one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences mm-hmm. as a competitor, fill in the blank. Dear Diary. Oh, wow. Dear Diary.
1: Be nice to people, (laughs) to other ladies and competitors, um, no matter their like ranking in the industry or um, their titles. Because at the end of the day, no one is less important or more important than the other. Um, So don't devalue yourself, despite you know kind of you being a rookie or not winning titles and stuff. So don't forget, Brie, you are amazing. You are worth it, and your worth is not. I guess, dependent on your place, um, as a competitor.
0: Yay. Thank you for your confession. <laughs> and what advice would you give to someone wanting to become an IFEB bikini professional in this sport?
1: For me, it would be to act, act like it already. Like walk like it, talk like it, prep like it, um, on season, off season, like until you get that title, you know, and honestly, it's just a title like that won't determine you You won't become any more or less, you know, powerful than what you already are. So definitely um, just act like a pro beforehand and um, you'll definitely receive that once, you know, you continue to carry yourself because it's definitely like a different mentality that you must possess.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on today. We love you. And also, one more time, just tell us your Instagram handler and how we can get in touch with you one more time.
1: Yes. So um, my personal Instagram, which is just more so of encouragement and just some like my everyday life going out and stuff, that is at Bree, B-R-E, dot faith, dot fit. And um, like I said, it's just like all encouraging, fun stuff. And then my page that is completely dedicated to vegan food. So if you're curious, go and check me out at, at brie on Instagram. So simple, so easy. And um, I'll have like all the food that I eat, some meal prep stuff on there. Ask me any questions, any recipes. I got you. So yes.
0: Yay. Thank you, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm so excited. If you love this episode... Just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and always remember to never give up on your dreams.